And we are back. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, solid and conservative and just plain right. Covering down on some ground across the northern half of the great state of Alabama and parts beyond. I'm telling you, this show, man, we go way down south of Birmingham, up north of Huntsville. We're Tuscaloosa, back to Gadsden, parts of Georgia, Tennessee, and Mississippi, thrown in just for good measure. And uh, and by the way, there's our podcast audience, too. So uh, hello, California. Boomer, what's our second biggest audience besides uh, California in the podcast? Is it Ohio still? Oh, it is. Oh, of course, I just pushed the wrong button. Oh. I out of it. But uh, I see there's. Don't say that. I've been playing you up on the button. I know. The I know. I, that was my fault. Oh, here it is right here. We got. So California US, is still. California, Ohio. Ohio is. Ohio, the, but only by like five. North, oh. North Carolina is right there with them. Oh, wow. I know. Okay. Well, cool. All right. Hey, um, listen, before I go any further, too, I got to tell you, our, our friends over there at Riley and Jackson Law Firm, uh, I know these folks personally, uh, and I got to tell you, they do an amazing job. They've got decades of experience at helping make people whole because of the negligence of others. Well, Riley and Jackson Law Firm, they're based out of Birmingham, but they operate statewide, multiple attorneys on staff. They've got a couple of cases they want to make sure that you knew about. It doesn't mean you have to call them just for these cases, but here's the thing. If you... Uh, wherever at Camp Lejeune between 1953 and 1987, whether you were a service member, a contractor, a dependent, doesn't matter. If you were there, you may well have been exposed to uh, contaminated water that has been attributed to 19 different major illnesses. So you can call them. They'll talk you through it, tell you whether they think you have a claim and you won't get charged for the call. The other one they've been working on is this firefighting foam thing. If you haven't heard, if you were a first responder, a firefighter, uh, or in the military using firefighting foam, you may have been exposed to a carcinogenic version of firefighting foam that, yeah, you may qualify for a claim. All that to say, Riley and Jackson is working on this and other things, and they'll be glad to get your call. They told me they got multiple uh, new clients signed up from the Right Side audience, but here's their number. I'm going to give it to you. 205-879-5000. These are my friends. I've worked with them on cases. I've worked with them on you know causes. They are not just good on the law. They're good on politics, if you know what I mean. So Riley and Jackson, 205-879-5000. That's 205-879-5000. And please tell them you heard about it on Right Side Radio. Uh, oh, here's that thing I got to do, too, by the way. You got timing? <sighs> no representation made the quality legal service to be forth great. The quality legal service for the lawyers. 2.83. I'm, I'm stuck at 2.8. <laughs> the lips just don't move faster than 2.8. That's a lot of words. It's a lot of words. There. Oh, I wanted to tell you also on the podcast real quick. Yeah. You know, we only have, there's only 17 states. That's it. That don't listen right now. We need to get oh. those states. Oh. Come on. Name me a state that doesn't listen. Who is it? Uh, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Come, come on, Oklahoma. Where the wind rolls rolling down the plains. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Come on, Oklahoma. Iowa and Nebraska, say- too. Iowa? I'm not, come on, Iowa. And Nebraska? Yeah. It's a, We're going to have to work on these. these. Corn huskers and <laughs> some Sooners, and yeah, absolutely. I have family in Iowa. I need to call them. What's wrong with you? I, I, I've dropped the ball. For the love. Oh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> 50 lashes with a wet noodle. All ah. right. Uh, Jeremy from Huntsville just chimed in a minute ago about mandatory microchipping. He says, mandatory microchipping is the mark of the beast. I tend to agree. I could see it being that. Jeff from Indiana says, so who's going to enforce the enforcers to enforce? It's a great question. Um, David from Huntsville uh, sent me a link, and I don't know what it is, so David, I'll have to get back to that link. Thank you much. Brian from Huntsville says, good thing it's not school breakfast federally subsidized with the price of eggs. It would add another trillion to the budget. That is true. By the way, 
Tucker Carlson did an amazing expose last night on the number of ways by which our food supply chain is being disrupted by weird events, not the least of which is a major egg farm burned down just a couple of days ago. Yeah. And, and there's, there's also, there's also um, chicken, you know, egg farmers that are saying that it's like some of them are saying their eggs, their, their chickens have quit laying eggs, period. Like one guy said, I've been doing this for years, never seen anything like this. It's been like months without eggs. And they believe that it may be something to do with the chicken feed. And so they're switching feeds. And some of them are seeing immediate results by switching the feed, which makes you wonder, what happened to that chicken Interesting. feed? There's so many ways that a foreign entity could screw with our, envi- our, our, our economy and our, our total environment. Um, but uh, anyway, Tucker Carlson last night, it was, it was fascinating in a weird and kind of icky sort of way. Um, Tony from Piedmont uh, says... Um, uh, what do you say? New Mexico. What, what's he saying? He likes, I don't know what he's saying. He's talking about Alex Baldwin and uh, the New Mexico. Anyway, uh, I'll get to it, Tony, and try to figure out what you're telling me, brother. Uh, Sandy from Harvest says, sounds like Minority Report is soon to become a reality. Yes. Great segue into my next piece. Story on 1819 News. And by the way, I just reached out to um, someone in the state legislature and said, hey, can you give me State Representative Chestnut's uh, phone number? I want to I reach out to him. Because he may be a Democrat, but uh, but I, 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 I like this bill. It doesn't matter. I mean, I, I'm, I'm bipartisan, and if it's a good bill, it's a good bill. And I want to know more about it. Uh, I want to I get into the details and make sure I know what the bill says. But the premise, I like the premise. So 1819 News has a story that came out uh, yesterday. State Representative Chestnut, Democrat from Selma, has two other co-sponsors, one of whom is uh, State Representative Anthony Daniels, the minority leader in the House, uh, a Democrat who I, I, I really like Anthony Daniels. He's a great guy. And another one, Kevin Lawrence from Haneyville. Anyway, all three Democrats. The bill would make it a Class D felony for any company or state entity to require its employees to receive any microchip implants or any other permanent identification marker as a condition for employment. The bill does not prohibit voluntary microchipping. Okay. So, Boomer, if you came to work tomorrow and I said, hey, uh, folks, listen, here uh, at Right Side, we're doing the microchip thing. You can't log in and turn on your mics. You can't do anything unless you've got this chip implanted under your skin. Do I keep you as an employee? <laughs> nope. I just walk right out. <laughs> no, no microchipping here. I can mandate the coffee, but I can't mandate the microchip. I'll, I'll try the coffee again. <laughs> now, this seems this seems like freaky stuff but yeah folks like like jeff poor said a minute ago we microchip dogs already and and it's you know it's the kind of True. thing that helps you find your pet if they get lost they have an rfd id indicator and, and they you know it's passive but you can scan it and find them okay believe it or not if you're not familiar with this microchipping of employees has actually been on the rise in recent years i kid you not wow and by the way this is I, mean, I almost feel like this is, by the way, this show is not a conspiracy theory show. This is not the late night UFOs are swarming around this kind of show. But nonetheless, I will tell you, I have said before that in my opinion, the two things that could cause mandatory microchipping around the nation are A, pandemic. Did you get your vaccine? Here's how we prove it. Or B, we got to get control of our southern border. And the only way to do it is to tell if you're supposed to be here or not. If you're not supposed to be here, your microchip won't say so. I could see those two things happening. Yeah. Okay. So with the pandemic thing, right. they started doing the the card. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And in my head was, wow, that's just one more step closer to the microchipping. Yeah. 
I agree. And anybody, by the way, who's been in the military has a CAC card. Okay. CAC card. This is basically it looks. It's your ID card. Okay. But it has a microchip implanted in it. That CAT card is what is necessary for you to log into your computer at work. That that CAT card also tells uh, has data about you embedded in the card. Um, they can scan it. They can also scan the chip in the card. Um, you, you look at that and go, wow. And then how many of us have credit cards now that have microchips in them? Yeah. Those microchips are so thin, there's nothing that would prevent it from being put under your skin. So wow. what we're seeing right now, this bill, there's two types of chips. There's RFIDs. Uh, radio field identification chips are passive, they say. They're, they just have to come in contact with the transmitter to give their data away. Um, <laughs> passive. It's a chip under my skin. It's passive. Near field communication or NFC chips use an electromagnetic field to wirelessly, almost like a Bluetooth, they wirelessly communicate to other digital readers in close proximity. And those, by the way, can be hacked. So I'm looking at this thinking, mm, no. The article says, there are no U.S.-based businesses that are mandating microchipping yet, but there are 10 states that have already passed laws mandating that you cannot do so in those state borders. Okay, interesting. I thought, okay, where else do we go with this story? I mean, that's a, uh, I, I'm thinking, is this, is this much of a thing? Apparently, it's a thing. Here's a story that may fall into the I kid you not category. From 2019, Boom Shakalaka. Whoa. So several years ago. I'm looking at it right now, holding it up to the camera. It's legit. In fact, this is a short story, and I highlighted every line of it. <laughs> <laughs> a Wisconsin company became the first U.S. company to provide its employees implantable microchips. It's a company called Three Square Market. I don't know what they do. But it said in a press release, their employees will be given an optional opportunity to be implanted with a chip which would then allow them to make purchases in the break room. Uh, it would allow them to open doors. It would allow them to log into their computers, use the copy machine, all of it, because they agreed to take a chip. I wonder how many of their employees. It says over 50 employees are expected to be voluntarily chipped. That was back in 2019. Wow. And it's, it's similar to an office key card, but it does not have GPS tracking capability. So they, they can't find you. I guarantee, I guarantee you that can be amended. I'm just saying. Yeah. I mean, they already have bossware on people's computers who are working at home. They can tell when you've hit print or when you've uh, logged into your system or when you use certain software. Um, this is one more. St and this is this is creep factor to me. I'm just saying. Absolutely. Um, I'll Ooh. wrap this section up before the break and just say this because there's a little bit more on tech that I'll talk about. But but yeah, human microchip implants take center stage. Article on the Hill. This is from last week. Says the novelty of replacing one's home key with a microchip implant is gaining worldwide interest, but there's another more compelling story under the surface. Why is this technology reviled by some and celebrated by self-proclaimed human cyborgs? <laughs> okay, so basically the bottom line is <laughs> this thing points out that this is a thing that's happening. That it says in Germany, for example, more than 2,000 German citizens have opted to receive implants. One man even used it to store a link to his last will and testament embedded in his skin. And as chip storage capacity increases, his users may even link to the complete works of Shakespeare if they want it. And I'm saying, how about no? How about not just no, but no? And it goes on to affirm again. Ten state legislatures have already passed statutes to ban employers from requiring employees to receive. But listen, we're a hair's breadth away. 
This is one of those, by the way, that you look at it and go, and Jeff Poor made the phrase, coined the phrase a minute ago. Sometimes it's a solution in looking, looking in search of a problem. This is real. And I really believe that we're seeing the possibility that microchipping of U.S. citizens could be on the horizon. Um, we got a uh, caller. Is that Brian? Brian from Huntsville. How you doing, brother? Uh, not too chipper, oh. but uh, oh. otherwise okay. Well, I'm sorry, man. Is that about the microchipping or something else going on? No, the microchipping oh. mainly. Oh. But uh, I was thinking, I was thinking that this whole thing about uh, ever voluntary or not voluntary. You remember Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom? Oh yeah, uh, Marlon Perkins and everything, and they would take a critter, tag it by the ear to where they could track it everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's what it is to me. It's just, it's somebody else feeling that they're superior enough to uh, go ahead and tag me with a good, with the dart and throw me down and tag my ear. Oh, it's it's you know it's it's a hair's breadth away from happening. I think I think I think I applaud the state legislatures who are already looking at this, uh, but I guarantee and, there's people yeah. in the federal government that see this as being a good idea. Hey, yeah, but they're not going to get tagged. <laughs> yeah, well. I got news. They may get tagged with something. It may not be a microchip. But <laughs> All right. Hey, Brian, appreciate you, man. That. You have a good one. You Goodbye. too, buddy. All right, Boomer, take us to a break. We'll come right back. I got a little bit more on this. This whole section of the Triple Dipper is called Too Much Tech. Well, what about the idea of artificial intelligence writing your papers in school for you? Come on. I got news. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. We'll be right back. Back, Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Uh, hey, by the way, Brian from Huntsville just sent in a, a text uh, a thing, too. He said, we ought to get Jeff from Indiana to spread the word to all his trucker friends about our podcast just to increase the numbers. <laughs> That's an idea. All right, Jeff from Indiana, tell your, Come trucking, on, Jeff. Tell, tell your trucking <laughs> friends to, uh, to grab the podcast and, uh, and get, our, get us boosted out there. Um, Daryl from Huntsville. Texted in says we're running out of conspiracy theories that aren't true. <laughs> oh yes. Um, and then uh, what else do we have here? Uh, Jeff from Indiana himself actually texted in and says so. Which is worse, enforcing an experimental vaccine on your employees that could cause them irreparable harm, or implanting a microchip so you can track them? Both are bad, but I'll take the microchip over the vaccine. You know, I can I can get a pocket knife and get rid of that uh, that microchip later on if I want to. Uh, not, not a, Glenn from Bluntsville said, this is triple six stuff, six, 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 yeah, Mark. Yeah. I know. Gross. Sandy from Harvest says Elysium. Well, if you haven't seen the movie, yeah, that was a, uh, what was that? Was that, was the movie called Elysium? Yes, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. That was an interesting movie. Um, uh, you had, yeah, you, you couldn't get, unless you were tagged or microchipped as a citizen, you couldn't get medical assistance or anything. JT from Lacey Springs says microchipping, quoting a country song. Who's cheating who? Who's being true? And whose car is parked next door? It's never ending. <laughs> that's, that's a great point. Uh, you think it's bad enough that they can find your phone. They can find you. Um, 
Although, I mean, there are times I can see where they'll go, it would be helpful. We can stop human trafficking. We can do I, I can see where they're going to paint this as a great idea. Well, they're going to paint it as a great idea, and they're going to make it seem like it's just awesome to have. Awesome. And the convenience. Oh yeah, that's what they're gonna. That's what they're gonna push. Oh, look how easy it is. You could walk right up there, you scan your hand, yeah. and be able to buy something. Yeah, you don't have to you'll carry to, anything around. You'll be able to buy and sell. You'll yeah. be able to trade. You'll be able, whatever. It's, it's gonna be very easy uh, to use. Uh, yeah, Ooh. and then very easy to get penalized when you choose not to use it. Mm-hmm. Um, Missy from Mafalkwa says, "Not taking the mark of the beast." I get it. Jeremy from Huntsville, he says, uh, "There's something about the invention of the microchip." Um, and how the guy who invented it became a minister. Okay, I'll check that out. That's 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 interesting. Uh, Tony from Piedmont says, "Hmm, biometrics, digital is evil. It has good, but all it but it'll enslave us all." And then uh, John from Huntsville, <laughs> Phil, you should have a light. <laughs> I should. He telling me I should be an auctioneer because because I, I read that uh, legal disclaimer so fast. All right, hey, thanks, audience members. We have hundreds of people, literally hundreds, in our text line. Can't get to all of them, but y'all text in as best you can, 833-687-4448. That's 833-68-RIGHT. If you text in for the very first time, tell us your name, where you're from. We plug you in the system, and at that point, we start calling out what your comments are. And Listen, I'm going to keep moving forward here. I've got this piece that I'm about to go into next. So the microchipping thing notwithstanding, how do you feel about artificial intelligence being in your business, literally? Like, how do you feel if you're a teacher and you get this golden paperback from one of your students and you realize AI wrote it for them? What do you think if you're the guy who runs a news site and the stories now are being generated by Autobots? I'm just saying these things are already underway. And when I get back from this next break, I'm going to boggle your mind with some of it. But but yeah, what you got? Were you about to say uh, yeah, I mean, just about the AI stuff. I saw I saw this just quick before the break, but I saw a little thing, and it was pictures, and it looked like actual people. And then I read the caption: "These pictures are not actual people; they were all created by AI." But they looked what they like. It was just a picture, like, like it, it was just on Instagram, like it was generating a Photoshop. Kind it of was thing? generating a photo, and it wasn't off of anybody's faces. It was just. AI. It's getting, it's getting creepy. And, yeah. and you know what that also does is it creates all kinds of, like somebody publishes a picture about you. Oh. It might not even be about you. Yeah. Um, it just, it's just, it's amazing what technology is doing, which by the way is blurring the lines sometimes between reality. And, and I mean, I, I heard a, an amazing story and I will say this, uh, you know, I, I don't want Alexa in my house. I don't, I don't have the, Hey Alexa, turn on whatever. I, I, I don't want it. Um, but, I have a friend whose wife went to their cabin and she had a stroke. And while she's laying on the floor unable to move, she was able to call out to Alexa to call her husband. And that's how they saved her life. So I get it. I get some technology could be helpful and things can happen. But some of what I got here is blurring the lines between what's good and what ain't good. We'll come right back and cap that one off. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back.
You're listening live to Right Side Radio with Phil Williams. It's hard to go wrong when you're on the right side. Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Alabama syndicated news talk leader, Right Side Radio. Phil Williams here live in the Right Side Studios. Man, the local, the state, the national, all the issues. We're covering down solid conservative and just plain right. Hour number three. And before I go any further, folks, let me tell you, ZLA Solutions, they are one of our original sponsors. They've been with us since this show came out, and, uh, and, and they are doing an amazing job at getting jobs and people together. So ZLA Solutions at ZLAUSA.com, they can do all kinds of things for your business. They can help you with things like, you know, quality control and sorting and containment, logistics, warehousing, but their bread and butter, man, is staffing. So personally, if you're looking for a job, they've got jobs posted right now on their website. You ought to check it out, ZLAUSA.com. But then at the same time, if you are an employer looking to fill out the ranks of your workforce, you may need onesies and twosies. You might need literally, you know, uh, just very niche skills or an entire shift full of people. It doesn't matter. Blue collar, white collar, no collar. They can do it. ZLA Solutions, they, they literally, y'all, they can do the background checks for you, the drug testing if necessary. They can do all the recruiting. I'm just saying, if you need people, they can get them. Temp or direct hire. ZLA Solutions at ZLAUSA.com. Friends of mine, I know them personally. They had the best year they've ever had. ZLA Solutions at ZLAUSA.com. Please tell them you heard about it on Right Side Radio. Uh, we got some new textures on the line. I'm looking for names, so when I see those, I'll call them out. Allie from Athens just texted in, said, um, I'm guessing what she's saying is it's not uncommon for human traffickers to already implant chips in the women that they are trafficking. That's that's gross. They're, they're treating them like cattle at that point, what they really are. Well, they already were treating them like cattle, but you know what I mean. Uh, wow, Allie, thanks. Um, Dustin from Hazel Green says, I need a recap of the last hour. We were in a doctor's appointment for a little boy. <laughs> Sorry, Dustin, we'll have to uh, podcast you, brother. Uh, so, yeah, check the podcast out. You can get that on our website, rightsideradio.org. Uh, that, was, that was a great segue to talk about the podcast, though, Bummer. I'm just, I'm just saying. Um, uh, Jeff from Indiana, uh, you'll just have to outfit me with a bunch of Right Side Radio paraphernalia and clothes, and I'll wear them and tell everybody about you now that I should broadcast you on the CB that's, <laughs> that's talking about Jeff spreading the word about our podcast. Uh, Glenn from Bun uh, Bluntsville says the Autobots' enemies were the Decepticons. That's true. So we're moving in that direction. I don't know. Um, Tony from Piedmont says, how about a God-given EMP from the sun uh, versus a nuclear war with Russia? I'm, so I guess what he's saying is if you get an EMP, it can knock out all those chips. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. David from Huntsville uh, sending me something he wants me to watch. I'll have to get to it later. David, thank you. Uh, John from Huntsville says, um, I'm all for a Democrat. I'm all for a Democrat truth microchip. You place it into any Democrat, such as Joe Biden, and when it activates the programmer, Joe Biden starts airing all of his dirty secrets live on TV. I don't know that we need that. <laughs> That's technology I don't want. Um, uh, Barry from Athens, uh, where are we talking about here? Yada, yada, yada. What, what do we have here? I'm, I got a, I got a long one. Um, but I, okay. Tell you what, Barry, I'll get back to that one, man. I'm not sure what you're trying to tell me. Uh, and we got a brand new one who just texted in, uh, whose name is, uh, Matt from Athens, Matt, we're glad you're on the line, brother. 
Um, we met at the, uh, the API event up on Montesano. Glad you were there that night. I had a great night that night. So anyway, all right. I ran through the list of what we had so far. Let me go back to the triple dipper. Too much tech. In case you have not heard, BuzzFeed, BuzzFeed is one of those sites that I rarely wind up resourcing because they typically don't have things that I want to look at. But BuzzFeed is going to rely on a new thing called OpenAI put out by a company called ChatGPT. What this basically is is artificial intelligence. BuzzFeed says it's going to be using it to enhance some of its uh, publishing. In other words, some of the articles and things on BuzzFeed are going to be written now by artificial intelligence. That's just freakish. But it's created a, it's created a firestorm. So BuzzFeed came out and said that, and it got all kinds of people fired up. Yahoo Finance has a piece that came out last night. Says that after BuzzFeed made this announcement, trading volumes on OpenAI frenzied on the market. Companies were seeing, like one company called Big Bear AI, soared 65% on Monday alone at 2,100% above its daily volume from three months ago. Um, you've got massive investments in AI. Oh, by the way, uh, Bloomberg recently announced that China based company Baidu Inc. is planning to roll out another AI chatbot service. Yay. I love having Chinese Autobots telling me what to do. But here's the thing. It's real. It's out there. It's gotten to the point already, story on USA Today that came out yesterday. It says, this shouldn't be a surprise. The education community shares mixed reactions to chat GPT. So what we're already seeing is that massive numbers of students are already using AI to write their papers. You can literally ask a question of the chatbot and get a speedy, detailed response in paragraph form. And, and that's just getting a little too far. It also indicates to me there's going to be a deep laziness in the next generation if they rely upon that solely to get things done. Because there is something to be said for stretching the membranes of the mind, all right? If you are not av actually working out your own mental capacity, you're dumbing down. And, and what was that movie, uh, Boomer? Uh, it, was, it was something about the future idiocracy. Mm. Cacistocracy. Cacistocracy. Idiocracy. Anyway, story on USA Today says that since ChatGPT debuted last November, the nation's largest school districts have banned the artificial intelligence chatbot concerned that students will now use speedy text generators to cheat or plagiarize. Anyone who uses a ChatGPT website can ask a question and get a speedy detailed response in paragraph form. GPT stands for Generative Pre-Trained Transformer. So it's a San Francisco-based software company called OpenAI, and it owns the tool. And it said that ChatGPT has been made available as a research preview to learn from real-world use. Okay, however, however, what we're finding is that in some places, students are literally using these chatbots to write their papers. In fact, where was it? A recent survey of 1,000 college students conducted by the online magazine Intelligent, shows that nearly 60% of students use the chatbot on more than half their assignments and 30% of them use chatbot on written assignments. Wow. You can sit there in class on a test if you're in the back row going, chatbot, what's the answer to this? And it'll tell you. It'll put it up in text form so you can just read it off and then type it or, that matter, just have it, you know, plugged in. Now, there are school districts already banning this, yes, like New York City's Department of Education blocked ChatGPT this month. 
Uh, Seattle Public Schools said despite the ban, the district is working to allow teachers to use it for now, but it blocks several other AI generators. Um, I'm just telling you, man, this thing is rife for disaster. And on TikTok right now, students are sharing how similar AI-based tools help them do their schoolwork to tell other folks how to cheat. It's just, it's, we're just going down a dangerous road, man. Too much tech, microchipping people, using AI to uh, help you with your lessons, actual, actual so-called news magazines using AI to write their articles. Where does this end? Uh, I hope it doesn't end with Skynet becoming self-aware. That's what I hope doesn't happen. All right, Boomer, let's take the break about a minute early. We'll go ahead and do that and come right back. Go into the last part of the show, Triple Dipper number three, Uncommon sense is what I'm calling it. Uncommon sense. Like, could we please find some common sense? Because the uncommon sense ain't working. Bill Williams, Right Side Radio. Y'all stay tuned. We will be right back. Right back.